I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. We're going to ask a question today that's been kicked around in Malaysia's courts for a long time. Can Muslims forbid Malaysian Christians from using the Arabic word Allah to describe the triune God? And then fear, anger, and injustice. In some ways, these words define 2020, and we'll talk about how Christians can respond. These stories are more coming your way in the next couple minutes. But first, in Malaysia, Christians are fighting to use the word Allah in their books and Bibles. The word simply means God in Arabic. Greg Musselman of the Voice of the Martyrs Canada tells us. Christians have been using that particular word in Christian publications and even in their own Bible, which goes back to 1731. It is the Bahasa Malaysia Bible. So that word has been used by Christians and Muslims, and there wasn't a lot of issue. For many, many years, but, uh, you know, back in the early 2000s, it started to become an issue with some uh, Muslims in the country. The matter first went before Malaysian courts in 2008. Now, another judge has delayed her ruling until January 27th. The courts want the community, you know, the religious leaders, the Christian and Muslim leaders, to come to some kind of agreement uh, on maybe finding a replacement word that Christians could use. The courts very much want to avoid a ruling that'll cause religious violence. Malaysian Christians want to use the word, but they also want peace in their community. They're just trying to navigate this situation. The church really needs wisdom, and I would say that's how we need to pray for our brothers and sisters in Malaysia. Pray the witness of the Malaysian church would point many to Jesus as Lord. Next, after struggling with job loss due to the pandemic, refugee families settle in for a new hardship, winter. Samuel with Redemptive Stories says that despite new COVID-19 cases stabilizing in Jordan, many Syrian refugees continue to feel strained. Frequently, families live on day-by-day incomes that pay poorly. And then during winter, heat and staying dry become an issue. Redemptive Stories partners with local organizations to help provide basic supplies and offer in-person encouragement. So in this case, we have a visitation program that's a partnership with a local church that goes out and interacts with these families that we work with. We provide some basic aid for them, whatever their unique needs are. And then we share the gospel with them. We share the hope of Jesus Christ with them. People may be wearing masks and social distancing, but God is still drawing near during these visits. Samuel says they're seeing lives changed for Christ. Redemptive Stories hopes that this will motivate the Big C Church to prayer and action on behalf of refugees. Many Syrian refugees that have had to flee their country have come in contact with Christians and who have have come to faith in Jesus Christ and are growing in their faith and desiring to serve Him. The thing that should motivate all of us is to care for our brothers and sisters. Pray that God would continue to meet the physical and spiritual needs of new Syrian Christians this winter. And passing years are often marked by events. However, Dean Vandermeer with Set Free Ministry says that for many, 2020 was also notable for extreme emotions, primarily fear and anger. While anger is a God-given response to injustice, the way Christians act on it must reflect Christ instead of spiraling into fear and frustration. Vandermeer says that outside events are important, but they shouldn't change a Christian's hope and joy. That love, joy, and peace is not based on circumstances. So we have to start turning our hearts toward heaven and asking the Lord what's in our hearts that's causing the fear and the anger and the anxiety and start to release that back to the Father, whether it's perceived injustice or a real injustice. Approaching internal thoughts and external events with the love, joy, and peace that comes from Christ enables Christians to engage the world in a way that truly stands out. Christ showed the world compassion. And that's what he calls the church to. When we see hurting people, we're supposed to engage and search out the lost, bring back the strays, bind up the wounded, and minister to them. Jesus, it says, was a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. 
Yeah, that's because he was in the trenches. The gospel isn't bound by circumstances, so pray for Set Free Ministries as they share hope with hurting people. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. MNN depends on you, our listener, for support to keep bringing you the news and help you identify ways to find your place in the story of the Great Commission. Would you consider joining us today? Look for the links at missionnews.org. That's missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.